Hello world, welcome to the Ignited Fortitude Podcast, episode 74. 74. 74. 2024. Yeah. This is dropping. What what a beginning on how we kick off the new year uh, and talking about the way we're going to move forward and standing on the faith. And we closed out with with some of the comments I talked about with uh, what was said and agreed upon up in, in Rome, right? I mean, if you look back into it, God, look, I love you no matter where you stand and what your preference is, but scripturally, it, it's not right, right? Uh, if you ask me, I'm going to tell you, but I'm going to love you still regardless of what's going on. And like we talked about and we closed out, right? I'm going to pray for, for him. We need to pray. We all need to pray for him and pray for all church leaders, for all these things that are coming in within the church because... They're coming into the church, right? And we folks will argue, well, that's not biblically sound. You're not loving. You're not caring. You're not forgiving. You're not giving me mercy. You're not giving me grace. Yes, William is giving you grace, mercy, because I'm a, I'm a, God has given me the ability to say, hey, guess what? You're wrong. Uh, and, but I'm a love on you still. I'm going to pray for you still. I'm going to pray blessings upon you and mm-hmm. that your spirit is awake truly, not the surface and still living in the world. Yeah. I'm going to pray blessings upon you in a manner that says, you know, Lord, I ask you to awaken the Holy Spirit within you. Uh, I ask you that, that you're that you're convicted because of the Holy Spirit that when you have questions of right and wrong, that your conscience is clear. Mm-hmm. And having a clear conscience is not an easy thing, right? It's it's the discernment that we have that gives us the ability to have a clear conscience, because with that clear conscience allows us to find the true path. Yeah, so uh, just for some context, right? So uh, last episode, we ended in uh, kind of went down a road that we weren't expecting to to go down and yeah, I'm and, not gonna uh, apologize for it. So, but uh, um, but what we're talking about is you know um, you know the the Pope had made some some allowances in his decision to marry you know people that are in a same sex relationship and yeah. saying that it is okay and the church was going to stand by it you know and um, and when we were closing it out it was saying one of those things like he's wrong. Um, you know, and, and what we were talking about in that episode was talking about mercy, yeah, right? Like, hey, correct. when we give people mercy and stuff, and and he has a he has a, a deep responsibility yes. because he's a leader of a church. He's he's the leader of the Catholic Church, correct? Right, and so he's leading people astray. And so the statement, you know, that you were making was just like, hey, you know what? But you know, love would be. Praying for him, and you know, because guess what? A lot of people are going to say, "Hey, he needs to just be taken out. He needs to. You know, like he's wrong. He's wrong, and he needs to, you know, come out of that position." Yeah, um, because it's not held to a biblical standard. And and so the topic that we're going to talk about today is is in Jude, you know, um, and looking at Jude because we talked about mercy. Yes, we're talking about what we're going to do is going to talk about grace, and uh, you know, even the statement that you said, like, "Hey, there are people that we know. I know people. Yeah. You know what I mean? That and and here's the thing: like, we can look at at that." Um, we can look at the people that are in that lifestyle, mm-hmm. right? That are um, seeking after relationships, same-sex relationships, and it's it's sinful, 
And guess what? So is cheating on your spouse. Yes. So is uh, stealing from people. Correct. So is, um, uh, uh, you know, having sex uh, before marriage. Correct. And, or, you know what I mean? Jesus says, hey, even if you lust after a woman, you know what I mean? You've already committed adultery yes. before you've even acted it out, right? Because yes. it starts within the mind. It starts within the person. And and even what you're saying is is having a, key, a clear conscience. Yeah. And Timothy, I think it's Second Timothy, where um, Paul's exhorting Timothy, like, hey, you know what? You got to be mindful of these people because they have a seared conscience. Yeah, yeah. Right? And so when something, when we're talking about something seared, right, um, what happens if you... Uh, what happens if you like sear your like you sear your hand? Yeah, you burn it. You burn. It's it. going to leave a mark. It's going to leave a mark. Yeah. And guess what? Like, um, like when you cauterize something, right? Yeah. When there's an open wound and you and you sear it, guess what? You, you put it close. But what happens to those nerves? Oh, sometimes they're dead. They're burnt dead. There's no feeling. There's no feeling in it, right? And so, so like looking this, looking forward, right? Will and I were talking about, you know, talking about Jude, and in Jude, this is what it says. In in uh, there's only one chapter in Jude. But in verse three, he says, "Dear friends, I have, uh, I had been eagerly planning to write to you about the salvation we all share, but now I find that I must write to you about something else, urging you to defend the faith that God has entrusted once for all time to His holy people." I like the New King James, it says, "Contend for the faith," uh, right? And and why? And he goes on. Yeah. Verse 4, I say this because some ungodly people have wormed their way into the churches saying that God's marvelous grace allows us to live immoral lives. The condemnation of such people was recorded long ago, for they have denied our only master and Lord Jesus Christ. Right? So, we talk about, I think it was uh, Dietrich Bonhoeffer talks about greasy grace. Yeah. Right? So, that's where, like, moving into 2024. Yeah. Right? We need to contend for the faith. Yes. Um and and we're contending for the faith. Why? Because people want to say, like you said, right? Yeah. Like, oh, we just need to love all people. Yeah. We need to just, right? And what you're doing with that is you're trampling over the grace of God. Correct. Yeah. We're taking it for granted. We're taking it for granted, right? And so so what's, we talked about mercy last episode, but okay, let's look at the difference between mercy and grace. Mercy is not getting the wrath that we deserve. Yes. I always think of, you ever, did you play Mercy when you were a kid? Yes. You like hold somebody's hand, you're like, yeah. just squeeze, right? Squeeze it till, it, yeah, till someone gives. Yeah. And, and some, asks for mercy. And asks for mercy, right? And so grace, what's grace? It's just showing up, isn't it? So, right, well, just showing up, right? But grace is, uh, so I did this thing with the, with the little kids one time where I was like, all right, we're going to stand in line, like, let's see who's the fastest runner, right? And so the kids ran fast, and, like, the fastest runner, I had a little bag, and I, I gave him something. And then um, and I said, okay, so now that person, now this kid has has achieved this. Yes. Right? Did did I just give this to them, or did they earn it? They earned it. They earned it, right? So, yeah. like, in Ephesians, it tells us that we, um, we are saved by grace through faith. Yes. Right? So if we're saved by grace... And it tells us, right, um, not of works so that nobody can boast. Right? Yeah. And so, you know, giving the illustration to the kids, I just gave them a, you know, a prize because they they accomplished the task. Right? Yeah. And then I got the same gift and I gave it to all the other kids. I gave the same, it was like candy canes, right? I gave them all something. And it's like, look, now everybody got something. What did you guys do? Like nothing. That's grace. Right. And And here's the thing. 
not one of you guys, for, except for that person, that person that actually did something and, and achieved it, that person can brag, right? They yeah. can say, hey, yeah. I'm the fastest here. Correct. I said, but all the rest of you guys, like you got something, not, not one of you can say, hey, I got my, my candy canes better and I got, like you guys have the same thing, yeah. right? So, um, but are we going to take advantage of that? Are you going to continue to break that, you know, piece of candy and say, hey, can I have another one? Can I have another one? You know what I mean? And and that's what, as believers, we need to watch out for. Yeah. Right? We can't just say, hey, well, you know what? And, and we say, like, hey, when we, when we want to justify our sin, we yeah. want to say, you know, but God's grace is so good. Yeah. And, and you, you can't. Right? You can't take advantage. You can't have this greasy grace where you're taking advantage of, of God's graces. Um we talked about first Timothy, right? Where, where Timothy, uh, where Paul tells Timothy and says, Hey, you know what? Like I had to, I had to kick some dudes out of the church. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Alexander and, and, uh, I can't. Hymenaeus. Yeah. He says, um, you know, I should put highlighters. (laughs) Got the whole thing highlighted. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, when he kicked him out, we're looking at First Timothy about 18. Okay. Uh, Timothy, my son, here are my instructions for you. Based on the prophet- prophetic words spoken about you earlier, may they help you fight well in the Lord's battle, clinging to your faith in Christ, and keep your conscience clear. For some people have deliberately violated their consciences as a result their faith has been shipwrecked. Hymenaeus and Alexander are two examples. I threw them out and handed them over to Satan so they might learn not to blaspheme God. Well, that's a provocative statement. Oh, yeah. Hey, Dude, I tossed you out. So that, and handed you over to Satan. What kind of pastor would do something like that? I know, and this is, and he's a heavy hitter. Paul, Paul's no joke. And he's like, here you go, Satan. Teach them a lesson. Let them feel their consequences. Mm. You think you think uh, you think that was the right thing for him to do? At the time, based on the understanding of, of compromising their faith and, and believing that the resurrection had hadn't arrived or didn't occur. Never happened. No. Well, these guys, right? right well, we don't know if it was the same one because that it says. Hymenized in Alexander, and then in, in Second Timothy, it says, Correct. right? But it was what was it saying that uh, that it, that the return of Jesus had already come? Yes, and that also the combination that they started teaching or start believing in false teachers in mm-hmm. some form or some fashion, and you know, Jude just said it too. You know, it, it's a, this is a new this is a New Testament, right? So we always talk about folks like, oh, it's different in Old and New Testament. No, God is consistent. Throughout the whole Bible, uh, and he talks about folks falling off, and this is a prime example of two individuals that were that were believers that yeah. fell off and started teaching falsely or believing in a false doctrine, and that's not what we're here about. I mean, we're we're here about to talk about true doctrine, the Word, the truth, Him, Almighty, our Lord and Savior. And this is us building, it's a battle cry, is what we're doing right here for, for 2024. Because 
we know trials and tribulations are going to happen. Mm-hmm. It's a matter of what we've talked about in many episodes from from episode one to uh, last week's with, with 73 is prepare yourself for all of these things, right? Put on the full armor of God and, you know, and shod your feet, right? One of our one of the pieces is shod your feet in the gospel of peace. If you come in peace at any given time to any brother and sister, you've taken, I guess you say, their, their power of anger away from them. Yeah. Right? Because th- now you're coming at with, with peace and love. Because I want to understand why you're there. And I want to at least show you the true path for your salvation. Because you said you believe. Let's make sure that you understand what you've committed your life to. Well, and that's a good point, right? Because it says that love covers a multitude of sins. Yes. Right. It doesn't it doesn't uh turn its eye on the sins, right? right. It it covers it, right? When we when we have that love for one another. And so, you know, looking at what Paul's doing with, you know, Hymenaeus and Alexander. Yeah. Like, hey, I kicked them out. Like, hey, you know what? Think about it. A little leaven, leaven uh little leaven, um, Lemon's a whole lump. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It, it, dude, it's just going to, it's going to. It's a cancer. It yeah. can grow and fester. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And so like, hey, if that's going to, if that's going to cause more issues, then they got to go. Yeah. Right. And yeah. so, um, you know, putting those things out. And it's funny because you, you even said something right now where it's like, oh, well, that's New Testament. And, and what about the Old Testament? But it, actually, as a matter of fact, that's exactly the point that Jude brings up. Because mm-hmm. Jude brings up. He says, "Hey, you know what? Uh, these people—they've—they've they've, um, uh, saying that the marvelous grace of our uh, uh, marvelous grace allows us to live in moral lives, right? So he's talking about what is going on currently. Hey, we yeah. need to contend for the faith. But he also says, hey, that it was prophesied this was going to happen long ago. Yeah. And so in verse five, this is, hey, I want to remind you, though you already know these things, that Jesus first resurrected um, the nation, first rescued the nation of Israel from Egypt." But later he destroyed those who did not remain faithful. And I remind you that the angels who did not stay within the limits of authority of God gave them but left the place where they belong. God has kept them securely chained in prisons uh, in prisons of darkness waiting for the great day of judgment. And don't forget Sodom and Gomorrah and yeah. their neighboring towns, which were filled with immorality and every kind of sexual perversion. Those cities were destroyed by fire uh, and served as a warning for the eternal fire of God's judgment. In the same way, who claim authority over the dream, right? Like all these things that happened in the Old Testament. And he's like, hey, look, all the things that are happening now, it was prophesied, all that stuff. That was the whole reason, yeah. right? God, and it was God, an ex- God was the same then, today, and tomorrow. Yeah, and he says right here, what's crazy is, right, and for, for those that, that don't understand, but it says uh, that Jesus first rescued the nation of Israel from Egypt. Mm-hmm. People are like, wait, 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 what are you talking about? It was Moses or it was it was God. Yeah, and guess what? Guess, who is Jesus? Oh, this goes back to the same, right? Jesus, fully man, fully God. Jesus was the the one from the very beginning because he was God's son. So he was the one that, come on. That's a whole nother tangent for a whole nother time, right? (laughs) But who was it that was doing all these things? Yeah. You you know what I'm saying? And so like looking at the Old Testament, and then he'll even bring up people in, in, uh, he'll talk about Cain and Abel. Mm -hmm. Hey, if you read chapter, we we should just do a Bible study on this maybe next time, right? But- uh, looking at all those things, like he talks about Cain and Abel, he talks about um, the sons of Korah. Yeah, 
You know what I mean? And all these individuals that were like, hey, look at what they tried doing, how they tried to be divisive and how they were trying to, you know, uh, take away from what was supposed to happen. Hey, we need to contend for the faith. Yeah. So what does contending for the faith? Because again, we got to look at the opposite side of it, right? We have uh, the armor of God that is going to help us to do it. But, you know, are we going to run into the crusades? We're just going to be, you know, slicing up people in order to, to make them believers and to to contend for the faith because that was wrong. You can't force people. I, I I'm not disagreeing, right? But there's going to be a. Here's where I guess I disagree in that there may come a time that we have to go to that extreme because uh, looking at like. You know, like you read in Jude and Timothy and, and what's going on and what we're seeing going on is that we have to contend for the faith. Well, guess what? We're going to be persecuted because of that faith that we have mm-hmm. in God, right? And how that comes about, we don't know. It may just be words. It may be confinement, as Paul experienced, or it may come harm to ourselves physically. And at one point in time that... God may all of a sudden, right? The sword of the Spirit, His Word, His truth, may have to come to the actual physical sword to defend ourselves Mm -hmm. because we will live in His righteousness. Because there's going to be a time, don't know when, maybe after I have gone far, far away and not walk on this earth, but it's a matter of how you look at it. And His his Word is will cut people. Yeah. And it'll cut them deep, right? Because you're telling them the truth. But what are you going to do about it, right? Are you going to purposely cut them or are you going to show them and teach them the way God has taught us or taught me and taught you of his righteousness, his peacefulness that he had? Oh, his meekness in teaching the word. Well, here's the big thing, right? Especially as you look at like, hey, what are we? What, hey, what is a church doing on on Sundays? What are we doing here yeah. with this podcast? Right? Yeah. We're uh, we're contending for the faith, yes. right? Because here's the thing: people that hey, if if you're claiming to be a believer in Jesus Christ, hey, we need to live accordingly. Mm-hmm. We need to know that hey, we can't uh, take the grace of God and trample and take advantage of it, yeah. right? We talked about it last last episode also, right? Sure. In Romans 6, where it's like, hey, so because God's grace is so great, you know, and his grace is shown um, in how he forgives my sins, and so should I just sin all the more? Like it, Paul says, certainly not, right? Mm-hmm. Which is what we're not supposed to be doing. So um, for people that are believers, hey, there's a standard that we have to be living to, right? We need to be, uh, operating in the sense and believing and living the way that God has called us to live. And hey, there's doctrine yes, that, we, there th- that, that we need to follow yep. and those things that we need to adhere by. Now, am I supposed to um, impose that onto the rest of the world? No. Yeah, I can't. I can't make people fall in line to that. And that's where I, you know, me personally, this is just me personally, that's where I believe that the church, you know, we go, we can go back um, I don't know, back 30, 40 years, right? Where the the church was so dogmatic and making uh and imposing that onto, yeah, guess what? Like our nation was founded on Christian principles. Yes. Yes. 
right? But there was a way in which that the church, I mean, look at what the church was doing during the times of, of segregation. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, uh, I think it was Martin Luther King Jr. that said, um, Sunday mornings were the most segregated times in all of our nation, right? Hmm. During, like, on a Sunday, really? Like, you had black churches and white churches. Dude, like, look at our podcast. We got <laughs> we got a white dude, uh, a Mexican guy, and a black dude. You know what I mean? Like, it does not get any more diverse. Seriously. Look, I, I, you, I agree. You know what I mean? And so, like, this isn't, you know, we... That's how we're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. And 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 I believe that the church in you know back in those days did a horrible job because they were pushing people out. And again, with the people that were, you know, uh struggling with homosexuality, hey, no, we're not gonna wink at those things, dude. It, like there was something that happened while I was, you know, leading the high school youth and it dude it was heartbreaking. And there was uh, uh an individual that was you know, leading worship and then, uh, well, wasn't leading worship, but was on the worship team and then stopped, went away and, and was doing a, a, an activity, um, for school for an extended amount of time and then came back. And while they were gone, they decided to go down a path that was, um, in opposition of what we believe that we're supposed to be living as, as Christians, yeah. as believers. Right. And then one of the discussions that I had with this individual was like, Hey, you're, you, you can't be a part of the worship team now and you you're not going to be able to participate in certain things you know like hey i want you here yeah you know what i mean but like that is in opposition to what the gospel says that it's in opposition to what yeah the bible i didn't make it yeah you know what i mean and and it'd be no different it'd be no different than if it was somebody that was on the worship team that would have just got busted for you know stealing something or would have gotten busted for for whatever the case is yeah you know what i mean it's like we're not pushing you out where you're not you know what i'm saying but it, it and 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 it's hard because it's like hey you are completely and this is i think where where we look at you know people that are living immoral lives yeah if you're living an immoral life guess what you're choosing to blatantly sin yeah and that's the bottom line sin is sin yeah so it's like hey check this out like i'm out in the open and i'm making it known yeah. Now there's other instances, and I had to tell this individual, like, hey, you know what? Like, is anybody perfect? Like, no, absolutely not. Like, I'm not perfect. Correct. You know what I mean? But I'm trying to have a repentant attitude. I'm yes. I'm I'm working on um, you know, being repentant, turning away from from things on a constant, confessing those things, mm-hmm. holding myself accountable to other people and say, Hey, you know, these are you know my issues, struggles, whatever the case is, and I'm not I'm not living in disobedience and saying, hey, look, this is the way I, I do things. And you know what I mean? I'm just living this, you know, um, if I was a drunkard, right? Yeah. If I was always getting hammered and, you know, like you guys knew me, you come over to the house and, you know, my wife's having to call you guys. I'm like, dude, Bobby's drunk again and all this other stuff. Like, no, I would be disqualified from serving yeah, and, and being in a role of leadership. Yeah. That is no different than, a, than an individual that is choosing whatever other lifestyle you know what i mean it's not just one particular you know group of individuals because no, that's not that's not what we're talking about it's like you say it's the lifestyle of christ that we're we're, we're we're talking about because once you receive and accept his salvation and into your life you're a leader because guess what you have a responsibility to actually teach the gospel well you're an ambassador you're an ambassador an emissary of him to bring his truth to everybody. 
and that's that, and you don't take it lightly, right? I mean, you know, you look at Titus and Timothy about these qualifications for 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 a godly man, but you take away, you know, you know, items in a sense of like you talked about, not being a drunkard, not violent, but gentle, and then that's that that bounce off. It's like, hey, sometimes you being gentle may not come across someone to understand and having a direct may all of a sudden direct conversation with them may say why are you so violent well you're not paying attention when i'm saying hey bobby i need you to understand this and this look bro i'm gonna put hands on you not the way god wants me to uh is that violent but I'm bringing in a gentleness with love uh, and not to quarrel. We're not here to argue, right? We're just speaking and pointing out the truth that has that's coming before us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's tough. And we have to manage those pieces correctly and truthfully. Because if we don't, then all of a sudden we're we're falling short in the task that God has given us. Yeah, and you know what? And that's that's the difference between being a leader, mm-hmm. right? And and especially having a responsibility. Um, and then those that are not gonna take that position. Yeah. You know what I mean? Which isn't isn't any kind of uh doesn't make you any less than. Correct. But right, I don't want to throw a butt in there. With that, okay, um, we still hold a responsibility, yeah. right? And if we're going to contend for the faith, especially, hey, you know what, 2024, like, it, it, who knows what's, you know, there's all, I don't want to, like, I just have a feeling, okay? This is just a feeling. I don't have a prophetic word, none of that stuff, but I just have a feeling that, dude, 2024 is is going to be uh, a worse repeat of 2020. I just, it just, I just have that feeling. I'm excited about it. Oh, yeah. Because you know? guess what? That's the opportunity. Yes, right? sir. That's the opportunity that is like, hey, we saw what was going to happen. We saw what was going to, you know, try to go. And so now we're more prepared for it. Yes. You know what I mean? Exactly. If it happens. And maybe I could be completely wrong. But here's the thing. Like, you know, all the things that as, as the, you know, what was said by the Pope. Yes. Right? What other Protestant churches have already uh align themselves to yes as well with that what's going to be next it tells us through the scriptures it's going to be next right yeah. all these things in, in living in complete disobedience and 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 not uh adhering to doctrine right people that are going to be looking for teachers that are going to uh scratch those yeah, yeah tickle those, the ear tickle the ears you know what i mean and that's what people are going to be looking for so all the stuff like all the stuff that we're doing hey like is it going to continue on people are going to try to shut it down, but that shouldn't take away from who we are. We shouldn't have to be looking for um, uh, people to, to help me in my faith, right? Like I shouldn't be looking at uh, a pastor. That's going to be the one because when man fails, guess what? Like, Hey, I saw what happened when male fails. Yeah. So I have to know those things. So for, Hey, for that dad, that's listening. Right for uh, the leader of, of the family that's listening for, um, hey, you know, just a regular person that's following after the Lord. What are you? What are you supposed to do? How are you supposed to live? How are you supposed to contend for the faith? Correct. Does that mean that you got to go and and bust down doors and be like, yo, you know what I mean? Where does it start? Let's just go with that. 
like how does an individual start? What would, what would you say to that man? I start with myself and my relationship with God. Okay. All right. Make my peace with Him. Uh, ask Him to realign me and show me where my trans trans my trans trans transgression transgression. Look, my my bad ways are leading me to and correct those, clear those up, uh, bring them to my to my thoughts so that my conscience is clear, like you spoke about, right? Having a clear conscience and understanding good or evil and walking away from that bad thing that's not godly, that's not pleasing to him and follow that path. Was it going to be easy? No. Am I going to stumble? Yes. But if I follow him in his truth and fixing myself and be a reflection, then now I'm teaching others that it's okay. So how... Fail, but I still lean on him to be successful. So, how do you have a clear conscience? Well, I ask God for one of the things, right? Is this going to be glorifying you? Is this righteous in your in your eyes? So, the opposite would be having a seared conscience. Yeah. How does a person get their conscience seared? By just not turning, just 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 being numb. Okay. Right? And and not following what God has directed them to do, asked them to do, because, yeah. Okay. So, uh, th- no, that's good right there. So, like, uh, not following what God has, yeah. has called them to do, right? Um, I think another way that you see your conscience is by entertaining things that you shouldn't be entertaining. Mm-hmm. Right? Oh, yeah. Right. So that's why think about it. Like, uh, you know, you look at California where they're passing, you know, they were passing that law. I don't know where it's at right now, but, you know, where it's like, um, hey, uh, it it's not uh, what is it? It's not uh, pedophilia if it's within like 10 years, Adrian. Right. So if it's a, a person that's 13 and 20, you know what I'm saying? Like, like, how do you how do you have like, how does that make sense in a person's mind? That makes sense in my mind, bro. Right. And here's the thing. What are they watching? Guarantee you those people, if you take apart their computer, they're probably watching yeah. child pornography, Correct. right? The people that they're rolling with, you know what I mean? Like, I can't, like, if I'm participating in in uh, activities that my friends are in, guess what? Like, I can't speak out against them because now I've compromised. They're going to know that I've compromised. I can't vote on something. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, those people have those people have been active in a way that is going to sear their conscience. And they're just... No, it just, no, it makes sense to not hold that against him. No, man, come on. Yeah. Like, what the heck? So putting yourself in the places, bad company corrupts good morals. Correct. And that's not just individuals, but yeah. hey, who are you, like now, who are you surrounding yourself in the sense of giving you counsel? What are you watching on television? Hey, let me, you know, you know, let me look at your, your, your phone and what's, what's the history on your YouTube, history on your, on your web browsing, history yeah. in your Instagram. Yeah. Who are you serving? Yeah. Are you know serving I mean? God or are you serving yourself? Exactly. You know what I mean? And, and if you're serving yourself, guess what? You're going to, you're going to have a seared conscience because you're not going to, you're not going to bed against yourself. Correct. You just won't. Is that piece that we're talking about last week, right? You got to die to that flesh. Die to that flesh. And that's, and that's where, where we all will have to struggle, right? I mean, you, you said it right in Jude, you know, going into 2024, it's a battle cry for us to, to, to ready to, ready to the line, put on the full armor of God and be prepared um, because 2023 showed us 
on how to be, right? We went through those trials. Mm -hmm. You know, some of us have may have fallen off because we our faith wasn't tested or it was tested and we failed him. Well, you could have, right? Your faith could have been tested and you failed. Correct. Or guess what? You didn't, you didn't show up, right? You yeah. showed up to the SAT. You didn't have your pencil. Correct. You, 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 you spelled your name wrong. <laughs> yeah. And you're supposed to get 400 just with your name. <laughs> but yeah, those things. So if you have, if you're, if you've been refined in 2023 and obeyed and trusted God, 2024, 2024, man, that's a mouthful. Yeah. Uh, you will be ready. You will be prepared, I should say, there you go. prepared uh, for whatever comes your way because you'll be able to understand that I lean on the Lord, our Savior, through this trial and these tribulations, that I know that I will come up ahead because He is guiding me and I rely on Him because He's my salvation. He is my refuge. He is my protector. And he is my comfort when I need to take a knee and cry myself to sleep. Yeah. And I call upon him to comfort me. 2024. What a great opportunity. What, a, what about the company that you entertain? Yeah, right. I mean, I got, I got a group of men that I hang out with, that I fellowship with. Uh, I know they will hold me accountable in in the way they do, they will question me outright. Uh, so good company will keep you, will keep you having a clear conscience. Yeah. So if bad company can corrupt good morals, what would good company do? Well, well, you'll have good morals. Well, will actually strengthen your faith in your relationship with God. Yeah. So, you know, like the, your, your beloved, <laughs> our brother Paul, right? <clears throat> Paul in right the the uh your belonging in life yes right so if you have uh you know that it's funny because when I was talking about to the boys about this my my twins uh they were saying like hey if you hang around with a bunch of people that are cowards even if you if even if you kind of like have a tendency to like stand up for things you're gonna take that on because every time that you want to you know like be strong or say something if you're a bunch of cowards they're they're gonna they're going to make you feel like you're the audible out. Correct. Right. And so then you'll have the tendency to just quiet your voice. You know what I mean? If you, if you hang around with a bunch of people that like don't want to work out, don't want to be active, don't want to do things, guess what? You're, you're either going to not hang out with them anymore, or you're going to take on that, that whole stance as you're hanging out with them. So yeah. if you hang around with a whole bunch of people, like if you're kind of like, Hey man, like I'm not, I'm not really outspoken. I don't really like, uh, like to stir the pot and stuff. And, uh, and you hang around with a bunch of people that are strong and solid, guess what? Even if you are uh, a coward, even if you're a person that doesn't have the tendency to want to speak up, guess what? That's going to rub off. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because all of a sudden now you're just like, bro, quiet down. I'm trying to listen. But that's wrong. What are you saying? I said, I know. Just give me a second. <laughs> we have some of those folks that we within our brotherhood. Yeah, you know, and so like hey, it's going it, to that's going to be so you need to here's the thing, you got to 2024, right? You need to position yourself in a place where you're going to be okay with being uncomfortable. Yes. I don't want a bunch of yes men in my corner. <laughs> I agree. <laughs> I don't want a bunch I don't, man, and you know, I I need people in my life oh, yeah. that are going to be like, "Yo, dude, 
Have you thought about this? Have you thought about this? Right. What about this consequences if you move that forward? Yeah, absolutely. Or have you even considered this consequence? Yeah. Yeah. And you and those are the people that you need in your life. Those people that are gonna, hey, you know what? We're showing up. We're gonna be there. We're gonna help you through this. And hey, you can go ahead. You can sit there and feel sorry for yourself for a little bit, but you got about five minutes. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. And in those moments, being a part of that group of men uh, is a such a blessing. And it's so humbling to to be a part of the the group of men that we're involved in and seeing them in action and witnessing to each other. It's just like, wow. And that's 2024. It's aligning yourself with a group of people to uphold the faith and be prepared to what may come. Yeah. Are you ready? Here's the thing, because you can't be ready by yourself. No. There's no there's no Lone Ranger Christian. No. No. <laughs> not. You're just gonna end up, you know, you're gonna be like uh, you're gonna be like Lot, yeah. right? In yourself in a in a bad situation. Sure. Um when you shouldn't be. Sure. Right? Here's the thing. And and the one that just like boggles my mind, right, is in, in Peter where it talks about in a righteous slot. Hey, you know what? It's not how I want to go out though. It's <laughs> not how I want to go out. You know what I mean? So hey, you know what? Maybe, maybe you you I don't know. I'm gonna let the Lord just reconcile that one. But you know, that dude got himself into a lot of trouble and put himself in situations that as a believer, dude, and as a leader of my home, I do not want to allow in in the life of my family cool. or in my own life yeah yeah you know what i mean um so i don't want to have that miserable life i don't want to have that looking back and think like what was this mess that i made because i tolerated things right mm-hmm. your your life is not about what you say it's about what you tolerate leadership is not about what you say it's about what you tolerate mm-hmm. you know and um so what do you tolerate in your life i guess that would be the question mm-hmm. moving into 2024 what are you tolerating and why are you tolerating it Correct. if you don't have people that are challenging you you know what i mean like we were going to be on 90, 90 sharp moving into it, right? If I'm like, hey, I'm not going to have junk food. I'm not going to be eating ice cream. And you see me over at Dairy Queen and you see the truck and it's like, whoa, hey, we just saw you. You know what I mean? <laughs> just saw what's going on. Well, I'm coming over to get the ice cream from you. I won't eat it because I'm, I'm lactose intolerant. So I'm just <laughs> like, look, I'm taking it with me and I'll lick it. <laughs> so you want it back? Well, no, you can't have it back because I know you still eat it. So, no. <laughs> but yeah, it's about that. That brotherhood and that 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 accountability aspect of of of, of ninety sharp, right? You're making it happen. Hold each other accountable, and you move forward. Uh, don't don't waver. If you waver, make sure you have brothers and sisters that will will will, will check you. Yeah, you have to. So, as we get ready to close, right? A few things moving into this to this year, right? Hey, um, get yourself uncomfortable. If you don't belong into a, a, a small group. Hey, if you're if you're at a church, hey, do yourself a favor. Go to that men's group. Go to whatever small group activities they have, uh, the uh, a women's study or whatever the case is. Right, like get yourself plugged in. If for whatever reason you're not able to attend that time because you are you're working or whatever when they hold those events, hey, we're here. We're available. You guys can reach out to us. Uh, email us ignitedfortitude at gmail.com you can join the community we have a community of brothers and sisters that hey we jump on 
on first of all we are regularly uh interacting with one another Correct. talking about things that you know hey what about this scripture and just talking about different things in our life right uh and being able to hey man i really blew it i need some prayer or hey guess what somebody's in the hospital can you guys pray things, yeah. of, things of that nature uh also the opportunity for um just having people to plug into and to just how are you going to hey how am I going to exercise my faith yeah. in situations? And so, hey, it's available. If you go to www.ignitedfortitudecommunity.com, the long one, right? If you have that, hey, there's an opportunity for you to get plugged in, uh, man or woman, to be able to be involved. And hey, guess what? Get challenged. Um, come and join us. Yeah, correct. Come and join us. I mean, you and I have talked about this before we close out here, is that there was only one perfect church. And he died on the on the cross. So there's not a perfect church. Why? Because man's involved. Yeah. So 2024 is to realign yourself, like you said. What are you tolerating? Fix it. Reflect on 2023 and realign yourself. Um, because that's basically what, tune yourself back in. Well, and the beauty of it is this, right? Hey, when when you mess up, right? I can empathize i can sympathize with you because i'm not perfect either yeah right so i can i can look at you not with condemnation right but with uh love and grace and mercy oh. and come at you like hey dude i know like hey you know what's going on and and handle those things that way and vice versa i know if you're going to come at me i don't have to be worried about like why do we get so worried about uh about being able to have that one maybe conflict two have that opportunity where somebody's gonna that correction mm -hmm. you know what i mean like that is a positive thing when you come to me you're like hey dude <laughs> that's a positive thing and i need to just embrace it and say hey you know what you love me enough to put you know some tension between us and you love me enough to allow me to realize those things so that way i could fix it that's what it's about that's what it's about that's it. and that's how i know how your love for me as an individual or your love for my family because you're willing to make sure that I'm, you know, hey, are you taking time off? Are you spending that time that you need to be spending? Hey, you're spinning your wheels. Like, hey, you got to slow down, dude. Yeah. Right? So, yeah. And we all need to do that. And we all need people like that in our lives. And I appreciate you for that. Uh, likewise, bro. Like I said, I'm excited for 2024 without, well, regardless of what it is, because the Lord has prepared me in 2023. That's right. So here's a question that you can ask yourself. If you follow the same patterns that you followed last year, you're going to end up getting the same outcome. Yes or no? You ask yourself, if, if I go into this year and I'm, and nothing's going to change differently in my life, I'm not going to, I'm not going to be more serious about me being in the word. I'm not going to be serious about having people that I can align with and, and, and getting myself in a place where I'm uncomfortable. If, if you're not willing to do that and you're dissatisfied with the way that you know, things were with you last year or previous years, what's going to happen if you continue in that same pattern? Hmm. Do you think you're going to get a different result? Probably not. Right. So if you want a, look, nothing changes if nothing changes. So you have the opportunity to do something about it. It's presented to you. So what are you going to do about it? Hmm. That's a good place to close. Yes, sir. I got to go pick up some boys from. Yes, you do. <laughs> so let's pray this out. Yes, sir. Father. We thank you for, God, I thank you for your word that you have given to us so that way we can um, 
know how we're supposed to follow after you. God, we don't have to just guess at what we're doing. We don't have to uh, leave it up to speculation or assumption or uh, put things on other people. I don't, I don't need to, uh, hey, this is, this is the way that we're supposed to do things based on my own understanding. No, Father, you've given us your word that you lay it out clearly. And there's some things where, um, Lord, it just completely shocks us. Uh, last last episode we talked about how how are you trying to perfect what was given to us in the spirit and how are you trying to do it in the flesh mm. god i can't make myself worthy father you have already uh deemed us as worthy and father we just need to walk in that i don't need to work for that i just need to work that out because that's the way you see us that's the way you see me and so, Father, I just pray for this coming year. I pray for all the things that you're going to do in my life. I pray for my brothers and sisters that are listening and what you want to do in their life. Mm. God, you want us to contend for the faith. And so, Lord, help us to harness those things. Help us to find uh, those people that we can lock arms with and we can just face whatever trials you have for us, Lord, and we can we can face them together knowing that... Um, or maybe those times that I'm weak, I know I have brothers. I know I have uh, brothers and sisters that are going to be there uh, with me uh, to be able to 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 keep me upright. And Lord, I know that I can be able to be that for other people as well when they are weak. And so, God, I just thank you that more than anything else, when we are weak, God, you are strong. Mm. And uh, we don't need to try to do things in our strength. God, it's you that does it and fulfills it in our life. We just need to get out of the way. Mm. And so I pray, Father, for this year, that this year would be an example of of your church standing fast and holding the line, not in their strength, Lord, but in yours. And God, we pray these things in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Amen.